Good Thursday morning to you. How are you? Man, beautiful, beautiful day. I think maybe the storm has blown through and we're going to have sunshine all the way. Woodbine, we're in downtown. We're not in the suburbs of, of Woodbine. We're no, we're down, right downtown. We're, downtown. we're right in the heart of it. We're downtown. Uh, right. Pat and Cook, Greg Pogue. You uh, there, you there, me here. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got it. Close. I, I uh, John Burton, you there, me here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. I know your stick. So what's up, <laughs> Well, buddy? I actually stole that from the legend uh, from uh, WFAN, Steve Summers, who did the uh, evenings at WFAN. He recently retired, and he'd always come on, and he'd say, Welcome to the fan. Steve Summers here. You there. And whoever was, let's say, Patton Cook. Patton Cook on the other side of the glass. That's where the other side of the glass came from yeah. with Stevie Summers. So I pay attention. Now I know the genesis of it. Yeah. Yeah. So just just giving a shout out to uh, the All great right. Steve Summers uh, from many years at WFAN. Yeah. Me here. You there. Patton on the other side of the glass. What's up, buddy? You don't. You are. Morning, right? General. You, you got to right? be feeling good today. Victory. What, what day is it? Victory Thursday for me. Happy uh, Memorial happy Magic is back, ladies and gentlemen. What a night on West End. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, see you try. Yeah, see what happens when you try to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Hey, did I not start this show yesterday? All right, saying, all right, all right. Listen to me. You, we we guessed. I remember it. You, uh, you guessed eight and a half. I yeah. guessed eight. It was mm. ten. Mm-hmm. I said Vandy plus ten. Right, yep, you did. Boom, you did. Boom. I should have jumped on it. Yep. And what were they money line to win? Do we remember? I don't. Yeah. I, uh, I, Bruno I, got him at plus three seventy five. Did you go. really? There you go. Wow. So he and put a, he put a hundred down, won himself a couple hundred bucks. Good for him. Well, man. if he put a hundred down, he won three seventy five. Correct. Right. So well, good for him. Good on him, man. Um, yeah, good win. I mean, you know, and this is. Can I say something? I don't want to be. Everybody, pull up a chair. Okay, okay. And, and gather it's, around. It's time for life hacks yes. with Greg Pogue. Last, can we get week, Eric to do a drop for that? We really should. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't have enough Eric drops already. More Eric, the better. Uh, yeah, but no, that's cool. But did I not say after last week when they got beat by Alabama by sixty? Right. Everybody's, you know, oh my God, fire right. him, whatever. Sky is falling. Yeah, I mean, ship and, is taking on and water. And I said, let's, you know, in, in college basketball, we have a college, we have a football mentality right here, mm-hmm. game to game to game. There's only, I said, let's that that set up as the perfect storm to do what Alabama did to them, right? Yep. You know, re- embarrassing loss on national TV at Oklahoma, short week for Vandy, and a tough loss at Texas A&M, and a woulda, shoulda game at Texas A&M, yep. mm-hmm. where Texas A&M is a really good, tough basketball team, mm-hmm. uh, and they come back and win a good game, good hard-fought win against Ole Miss, fighting for Kermit's life, and I said last night, I said, you know, right now, you, the, these are the dips in the valleys. Tennessee's on a, a right now, a little bit They're of dipping. a valley. They're and, and They're, I, yeah. They're and, 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 right now. But quite frankly, I'm buying going forward, because every team goes through this, and 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 so what? And, and for a stack house signature win, biggest win no, since yeah, he's been there. No doubt, no doubt about, no doubt yeah. about it. signature win. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm going to balance this. Well, it's not going to be balanced. I'm going to balance this more towards Vanderbilt to start, and we'll get to UT UT side of it in a second. And I agree with you, Greg. By the way, in that you know this is a, a valley that teams go through. How can you not be happy for Vanderbilt and Jerry Stackhouse? I mean, like you said, signature win. They fought their asses off. They never quit. And you could tell that they, throughout the game, believed that they could win and were going to win. And 
you know, that's that Ty Lawrence three at the buzzer has got to be one of the all-time great moments at Memorial Gym. I haven't been around long enough to have witnessed or heard about all of them, but certainly that's the biggest moment since I've been here going on 11 years in Nashville. I mean, so I am so, you know, like I said, we'll talk about the UT side of things in due course, but from a Vanderbilt perspective, I could not be happier for the university, for Jerry Stackhouse, for Ty Lawrence, who's had an, you know, up and down year. He's dealt with a lot of stuff on and off the court. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing night at West End. Couldn't be happier for Vanderbilt. And you know what Ty Lawrence did last week against Alabama? Didn't what did he anything. do? What, well, he didn't play. Nothing, yeah, he, yeah. Pol he, he, was, pol he polished the bench he, with his he, butt. He, he sat the whole game. <laughs> and now in, in Saturday, leading score, right? Or right with it with Liam Robbins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, and Stack I, talked before yeah. the game about just he had to show Ty Lawrence some tough love. He, yeah. you know, he said, I coached him hard, but I also told him, hey, man, I love you, man. And, I mean, how that story doing a 180 from, like you said, from being benched at Alabama and, you know, Stack, you know, basically – like I said, showing him the tough love to having this incredible moment. Ty Lawrence will remember that moment for the rest yeah. of his life. He'll tell his grandkids about that. Well, true freshman. I beat Tennessee. True freshman. Yeah. yeah, I beat Tennessee with a buzzer beater. Yeah. So, but he it, and I don't think, quite frankly, he knew how good he was because he came in here as a much ballyhooed recruit mm -hmm. and everything. So, Patton, you uh, waving the Commodores flag over there, yeah, sure. and you weren't there. I was not there. You weren't there. Uh, it's Balls, on shame it's, on you. Balls fans, I mean, they priced me out of the gym, John. I mean, what, I mean, what can you Shit. say? We have connections, bro. We could have gotten you in the building. I mean, you can. I, I mean, I'm just little old Patton over here. But I, I do want to say this about Stack. <laughs> little, little old Patton. 6'5". Yeah. None of those are true except Patton. You're right. not six, little five, and you're not old. 230 pounds, giant. Uh, yeah. right. but, <laughs> I, but how about the set? Uh, the final play. Uh, what a great play. Thank play. you for mentioning that. Uh, great job. Unreal. You. And he was talking about it after, learned it from Dwayne Casey in his time in, in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Just starting with Liam Robbins, uh, man John driving and kicking. And they didn't go for the tie. They wanted to win that ball game. Yep. And that's that, that's that's awesome, quite frankly. And what did Barnes say after the game? He said, you know, I thought they were going to get it into Liam Robbins. I thought that they were going to, you know, go for the two and the tie. Two, two maybe, or plus one, or, maybe. Or, yeah, maybe get an two, and one. Two, yeah. And he said that, you know, absolute thing you cannot do is give an open look for a three. That was a, that was a well-designed play. So, you know, all this talk that Jerry Stackhouse can't coach in crunch time, you know, I know there's some rumblings about that. How about that play? I mean, that is as well-designed as you can get. And you're right. They went for the win. They didn't. They the the thing to do is go inside to Robbins and and and, and mm -hmm. hopefully if for, he, a foul. for a foul to get the Three. two shot or whatever or right. a and one as you mentioned. Right. So no, they they set up that play to win. And so yeah, good win. You know, and I'm gonna go the you, you know, I know yeah. Let's gonna, flip it to the UT uh, side. I, I I'm not worried about Tennessee. Okay. They, I think what we know about Tennessee is that yeah. I, I mean, who was the leading scorer last night? What I think it was Key, right? He had 14. Key, 14 yeah. or whatever. So this team is doesn't have – what it does have, it has a defense yep. that's as good as there is in the country. Mm -hmm. It's got scores who can flash – Right, mm -hmm. but not not take over at the time that you need them to take over. So, but most teams have limitations in college basketball these days. I saw Kansas lose to Iowa State on the road the other day, and who you know they're 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 one of probably twelve teams that can win the national championship this year. We yeah. don't talk about Houston, uh, you know, 
Right. We don't talk about a lot Purdue Alabama. because we don't see Purdue. We, we talk about we talk about Alabama. Yeah, we see but them I mean, a lot. we see them. I, I see. watch. I watched Gonzaga and St. Mary's the other night. Saturday, on the way home on the bus, mm-hmm. team bus with TSU, mm-hmm. and I, both of those teams can win the national championship. That's, sure, you know. And, but the, and, the, yeah. the common denominator I, I I've seen over the years, guys, and you know, you you you've watched a lot more basketball than me, Greg. But I've watched a lot, like a lot, a lot. You know, a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. I got that from Adele. She's like, I swear a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. I love Adele. I shout, do too. Shout out Adele. You get it, get, get her just, on picker with a picker. Oh man, if you can do that, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pass out. Um, <laughs> you know, she's a uh, dating LeBron's agent. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I digress. The common denominator for these teams that really make that deep run and get to the Elite Eight, Final Four, you got to be able to score in crunch time. You got to have that you know, NBA-ready guy, you know, more often than not, you know. And UT is great because they can defend. But like we talked about last week, who's going to be that guy in crunch time? Who are you going to give the ball to, you know, when you need a bucket? There are some capable guys there, but I don't know if there's that one guy that you can just give him the ball and say everybody else get out of his way. Is that fair? Yeah, and but when you get an NCAA tournament, because – Every game is so segmented. It's 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 actually TV break to TV break to TV break, and they're traditionally lower scoring games anyway. I think that helps Tennessee. Tennessee's going to have just have to get through the breakthrough moment, right? The, mm-hmm. the Bruce Pearl got them to the Elite Eight. Uh, Rick Barnes, we know what people call him. Regular season, yeah. Rick. But but. I'm not gonna. I'm not throwing Tennessee. I'm buying Tennessee stock. No, I yeah. If you tell me, you know, because right now they're they're it's probably the cheapest I'm going to be able to get it. Right. Sure. sure. Right now, after you know, barely beating Auburn, losing to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, scoring only 46 points against Auburn, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and but that's as much of Bruce Pearl dumbing that game down because he doesn't have the talent that Tennessee does. So I, I'm I, hey, I think it's more about Vandy moving up. Then tennis. I'm if you're a Tennessee fan, hey, you lost to Vandy. And, That's that. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, and they win that game if they make their free throws. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Vescovy had a chance to ice it. You know, they were up two, and he, you know, he bricked it off the back iron. Vandy gets the rebound, and like I said, Stack calls a timeout. A lot of situations there, they would just, you know, try to do the helter skelter play. I always believe in calling a timeout in that situation. Some coaches don't look. Coaches know more than I do, but. I always believe coaches call, usually do, yeah, because they they that gives them the opportunity to coach. Yeah, but some coaches yeah, are no, like, hey, let, you let know, it flow. yeah, you get because they feel like defensively you're kind of in a scramble situation. Who you guarding? You know, you have to make those quick decisions. I always believe call a timeout, run a set, you know, get the best look you you possibly can, and it worked last night for Vandy. Like I said, happy for Stack, happy for Ty Lawrence. That was. Happy for the Vanderbilt fans who showed up because I'm, sh- you know, I was there for a five o'clock live hit. I had to get out of there and get back to the studio because the game started at six. That was an adventure, fighting traffic. Brian, Brian got nervous. He didn't think I was going to make it in time. But anyway, you know, saw a lot of orange, you know, in and around Memorial Gym, and I'm sure for the fans wearing black and gold, that must have been a satisfying walk out of the building last night. Yep, good win, good win. Um, is Volboy on there? My gosh. If I didn't like him, uh, I probably wouldn't do this. But so we'll, here's what we got coming up this morning: nine twenty-five, the first installment of many, 
Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin. Uh, of course, they open up next week down in uh, Texas. We'll uh, start our weekly visit with Tim Corbin. And then at 1025, uh, TSU basketball coach Penny Collins. Remember I text you, I forget even, mm-hmm. this is their alumni weekend. Tonight they're honoring Dick Barnett. Wow. And that 57, 58, 50, those 59 teams that won three straight NAIA national championships mm. and was the first HBCU to ever win a national championship. Actually, John McClellan. Clinton was the first black to ever coach at a power, what we call power fives mm-hmm. right now. So uh, good uh, that how cool is and Dick Barnett, Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. With, uh, you know, everybody talks about Earl, you know, I, I mean, uh, Walt Frazier and, and Earl the Pearl uh, Monroe. Earl, well, that later on, but yeah. the, the backcourt with uh, those great teams with Willis Reed, Dave DeBusher, Bill Bradley, right. uh, Walt Phil you know, Jackson coming it, off the yeah, bench. Bill Jackson coming <laughs> off the bench. And, 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 and Dick Barnett was the two guard. Yep. And, and uh, that great and is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So that's uh, uh, coming up. But we'll talk with Pity with that. Let's get Volboy because usually we don't talk to Volboy long because his reception's always so bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Vol Boy? Hi, Vol Boy. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, question. What in, uh, I, I guess he was a different player, obviously, but Kennedy Chandler and, and uh, Julian Phillips had were comparably ranked players coming in, but uh, Kennedy Chandler was arguably our best player last year, especially in the crunch. You know, you, you could count on him, but – Phillips has just not developed this year at all. Uh, am, am I right in in, the, in that assessment? He's almost like Ty Lawrence with Vandy. He really, you see the flashes, and, and sometimes a freshman comes in and hits, you know. But you know, and, and Tennessee's offense is more structured, right? You know, it, it's not a free flowing thing, and, and so maybe maybe the style is. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. The, the the inside game is just not developed. I like seeing what Owaka's doing. But, you know, Euros is, is about a, a liability out there with the way he goes to run in his mouth. And, Greg, you've called – Are you jumping off the ship? I mean, this is still a top five team. I mean, they're right now a two seed. But I, I, I don't blame Volboy yeah. for having, you know, concerns. Angst. angst. Yeah, angst, concerns, <laughs> reservations perhaps. Well, yeah. Well, Greg, you've called a ton of play-by-play. Uh, I'm not blaming this on the refs at all because we should have shot better. But can you recall another game where they're under one minute? There's still four fouls to give. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done every. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, dunked it. I, I, I've seen it every which way but loose. Okay, like that. All right, but yeah, uh, Eastwood, uh, yeah, yeah the, I don't, the, I don't, the, you know. The the, those, I like the fact that hey, you get in the last five minutes, they've only called five fouls on each team. They've let that means they've let the teams play. It's a rivalry game, you know. It's going to be a little physical. Maybe you swallow the whistle a little. Yeah, bit. let them play. Well, I'd rather play, see that know. than twelve fouls exactly, each team, exactly. each half. Yeah, and we I've have seen, that to yeah. look forward to in yeah. the NCAA tournament. Trust me. Well, last question: uh, when. You know, at the end of the game, when Phillips had the option of going ahead and just laying it in or dunking, and was that Barnes' call to bring it back out? And, and, and no, Barnes said afterwards that you know Phillips should have he should have went for it. Yeah, take you take yeah you, yeah take take what they're given. Yeah, that, that was not Barnes' call. It would have been the game winner. That coming. 
Anyway. Well, all right. well, Vescovy should have hit his free throws, Vol yeah, Boy. You know, it's it, – Woulda, shoulda, coulda, my man. You know, the thing about it is you got beat by a – I mean, here's, here's going to be the last – I mean, I know I don't want the last – you got beat by a hungrier team. I think Vandy yeah. last night was hungrier than Tennessee. Hard to argue. Yeah, you're not going to yeah, get any pushback on that from throws. me. We got to hit our free throws, yep. both of them. Uh, All right, get your head back in the window. And safe <laughs> driving, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you later, VB. He's, uh, he's always mad. He's, he's salty. Uh, I know. Volpoy's uh, salty. He, you know, his first name's Greg. Like my, no, yeah. he's a good He's, he's a great guy, but yeah. he is. He, you can tell he's oh, salty yeah. this morning. And I like messing with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, coming up after the break, uh, Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money. So don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no interest, no fee tax refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later, that's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888 or shop online at grizzlies.com from Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. 
I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. It's Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. We're going to be down at Kitchen Notes tomorrow. That's, that's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, John. I'll text you. Yeah, you sent you. me like six emails well, and 20 texts. Hey, well, don't forget, we're at Kitchen Notes. Un- unlike... Uh, Big Joe Dubin, who yeah. uh, have I never I, not shown up? No, but he, you know, he one time we're, we're at Kitchen Oats and he shows up at the studio. I understand, and, that. but guess what? He he came down still to eat. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're going to be down there. Uh, Vince Gill's going to be joining us mm-hmm. by phone. Mm-hmm. Wendy Moten and uh, her husband David Santos. Our last picking with yeah. the pickers of the year. And, and he, if you Google David Santos, by the way, he's. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was the basis on the Billy uh, Joel Elton John tour, so that's not too shabby. Yeah, that, you know, you know, that so, works. you know, you know, this is so cool. I don't know how many years we've been having you know Tim Corbin on every week during baseball season. Should have him on every week. As a matter of fact, he can come do his own damn show if he wants to. I was going to say we should uh, have him on every day. Uh, Tim, how you doing, man? Hi, Coach. John, good to hear from you again. Great to hear from you. How's everything? Thank you. Good. Yeah, really good. I mean, we've been outside. The weather's been good. A big win last night in basketball. I was going to so, ask you about that, Tim. Yeah. I mean, how about that? That's that's huge for Stack. Yeah, it sure was. I mean, we, just to see the energy in the gym and feel it and see a smile and see the kids smile, that goes a long way. They've been through, you know, last week and a half has been tough. So for them to kind of bounce back right after that loss and get a win and then certainly against Rick's team last night, that's a very good team. I know how – how much Rick Barnes thinks of Jerry and Jerry thinks of Rick. They've got a good relationship, but just to beat a, a real good team inside that gym for everyone was a good thing. It's baseball season already, right? Wow. Uh, let me ask you, that let from? me ask you, because I saw you at the old timers uh, banquet a couple Sunday nights ago. What are you feeling going in? Does it feel any different now that you've done this for a little while than maybe 15, 18 years ago? Uh, Maybe I think the part of the anticipation and kind of knowing what's coming uh, is different just because you've you've had years of of doing it. Uh, But, you know, the butterflies and the nervousness still exist, which is a good thing. Uh, I I think, you know, as you you start to get older, you worry less about the smaller things that you worried about as a younger person in preparation for the season because the reality is you, 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 you're not going to be as ready as you want to be, but neither is anyone else. And I think when you're going through a, a very tough stretch, which we will in that first four weeks before the SEC starts, then we're going to identify with the things that we need to, and we're going to get exploited in some areas. And we need to know that because that's going to improve us long-term. So this little journey that is all settled in a, 15-week, 16-week time period is a lot of fun. It goes by very, very fast. So as we're doing it, we, you know, especially as I get older, really want to enjoy every part of it. And, Tim, you were saying a couple weeks ago how pleased you were overall with the off-field preparation by your team 
you know, getting them, the guys getting in good physical shape, getting ready to go. Yeah, I think that's all I can identify with. I, you know, there's there's no scoreboard really. There's no hmm. outcome. So it's like, what what can you look at right now that is identifiable to my eye in terms of comparison with where we've been in the past? And I just think the organization of the group. I, I like how they operate. Uh, the maturity piece is really good. What they're doing off the field is is good academically and socially. I think when uh, no news is good news, right? I mm-hmm. mean, you, you when you have 18, 19, 20-year-olds, there's certainly small mistakes that are made. But at the same time, these guys have, have really held themselves accountable for a lot of a lot of strong actions these uh, these first five months, and I appreciate that very much. Tim, take me back to the first time you saw Enrique Bradfield, and I guess he's at what Hialeah, Florida, South Florida, down there, mm-hmm. and and to where he is now. Because I mean, I mean, he's all American. He may be the player of the year in the country. He is. Uh, I remember talking to his high school coach at American Heritage, and American Heritage is, has has produced a, a ton of great talent, college, professional. And when I spoke to the coach, it was during Enrique's 10th grade year, and he said, we've got a player who weighs 125 pounds. And then, you know, when he says that, you go, okay, is he really a player? And he said, but I'm going to tell you something. This guy steals your eyes when you watch him play. He can run like no one we've ever had. Uh, He's a true center fielder. And with time, he's going to fill out. But I think he's someone that should be on your radar. So he was on our radar immediately. And we recruited him immediately, didn't know if we were going to get him. And when we got him, we didn't know if we were going to keep him because of the draft. But I think what kept him from professional baseball was his own decision-making process, but also probably his size because he was still thin. When he got to us, he was about 145 pounds. I think what Enrique has done in, in being here is he certainly um, strengthened his body. You can see it in his game. But he plays the position at a level that few can do it, you know, in terms of defensive coverage, covering ground. He's a competitive thrower. He's a competitive hitter. I mean, you know, he's a competitive student. He's a dean's list student. So this is someone that competes in everything he does, but he affects the game in so many different ways. And he just loved the competitive environment. So, yes, you don't get to see many kids like him. I think his worth. Um, God willing, he, he stays healthy. Is the the pro game is going to be looking for guys like this as it moves forward? I mean, especially with the adjustments they're making to the field uh, at, at time, they'll take away the shift. The bases are going to be bigger, so it's going back to a speed game, two pickoffs to first base. So these guys right here are going to have some value, and he certainly has some value in center field. Well, he showed a lot of a lot more pop last year as well, right, Corbs? I mean, do you encourage him at the plate to swing for the fences, or do you say, you know, look for the gaps and use your speed? Yeah, I think he's pretty. Yeah, he's got pretty good awareness of himself. I, I think he understands that his his barrel stays in the zone, mm-hmm. so he can spin the ball to both sides of the field. And because he's gotten stronger, and because he's learned timing, he. Uh, his ability to drive the ball is, is more so than it was, but you're right. I mean, he had eight home runs last year, mm-hmm. but he's not a kid that I think the, the, the thing, you know, young hitters is once they hit one, 
is to get right back to where they were and not try to hit a second one and understand right. that balls that are leave the yard are because they were mistakes by the pitchers that you just reacted well to. Mm-hmm. It's not the overproduction of and recruitment of power and trying to do more because when you do more, you get less. So I think he understands that and he certainly understands his speed and, I think it'd be more exciting to watch him run a triple than it would a home run. Although he'll alter the scoreboard with that home run, I love to see what it does for the team when he when he when he hits a triple. Well, when he gets on base, he he never gets thrown out. Forty six for forty six. That's pretty. Is that good. good? That's I, I can't believe you didn't run him more, Tim. What's up? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. What were we doing anyway? <laughs> uh Handling freshman pitchers, Carter Holton came in last year. Every every pitcher you get comes with the cachet of, of where they are in their budding young career. Now with the NIL, all the different things that go into it, the transfer portal, I, I'm not even going with that. But when you get a, a pitcher who comes in and succeeds right away like he did, uh, that's got to be rewarding, but it's also about the kid, right? Yeah, you got to be careful. I mean uh... – we we took him out of play for a week last year in the middle of the year. And uh, as actually against LSU, when we got hammered by them, uh, he would have pitched on that first game, but he didn't. And we just wanted to, it was a quick turnaround and we didn't want to rush him. So we held him back. And I think that's one of the things you got to be uh, aware of. Brownie does a, a great job of that with the pitchers. We did that with lighter in his last year too. And, No one was hurt, but we just gave them a break. And I think with a young kid who's experiencing pitching at this level for the first time and experiencing that type of volume, it's it's far different than he's ever been exposed to in high school. So you gotta you gotta bring them along a little bit slower. I think his process this summer was really good because we didn't send him off to the Cape, but he got to pitch for Team USA. But it was the right amount. So after he was done, then we shut him down. But I think in the time that you and I and John were growing up, handling of pitchers now is just so completely different. If they throw 40 to 50 innings during the course of the spring, they're probably not pitching in the summer. If it's a kid who needs more work, then he'll go off and pitch in the summer to develop. But I think with arm care and arm injuries and kids throwing harder and kids training differently too, uh, you know, you just you just have to be mindful of that because I guess every single one of them, not to be morbid, but every single one of them is one pitch away from getting injured. So you just got to be smart. Talking with Tim Corbin, two-time national championship head coach of the Vanderbilt baseball team. Coach, overall, how do you like your pitching heading into this season? Well, it's older. It's more experience. It's more knowing. I say so from, from that standpoint, it's uh, – I think it can be competitive, you know, with, with Carter. Carter's had a year. Devin's had a year. It's not that, – that really isn't the case where you can bring back two freshmen who, who are now sophomores that got exposed to a lot of pitching during their first year in high-temperature environments. So that's a good thing. But then when you get those kids that stay around longer, like a Maldonado, like a Schultz, uh, like a Laboki, then it, it really, really helps your team. And I, I think from that vantage point, that's where our experience lies. I mean, we do, we have some experienced guys that positionally, but we're, we're younger from a position standpoint, especially when you compare it to the league now, because the league in general is a lot older because of port, the portal and, and COVID and other reasons. But 
I think from a pitching standpoint, that's where I feel that, you know, we're competitive enough to hold games together. Tim, um, I, I wonder, you know, I, I look at this, uh, you're uh, only ranked sixth in the country preseason, Baseball America, ninth, uh, the coaches poll, three others, 10th by D1 Baseball, 11th by Perfect Game. Are you on the hot seat over there? Are you okay? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's just where we need to be, if not lower than that. <laughs> but you're you for many many years were the hunted, and now not saying you're the hunter, but you're still the hunted. But there's a lot out there hunting. You, you know what I'm saying? And and it's so funny that you know because you're only judged. Well, the like, crazy part of that is I understood everything you just said. Yeah, I've, I've been working with you way too yeah, long. I know. Well, <laughs> it's like UConn women's basketball, yeah. right? Yep. You're only yep. judged by what you do in Omaha. Right. That's a tough. That's still. That's that. That's not easy on anybody. Beats the alternative, though, right, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right, and I, I think when you start chasing those outcomes right there, and your team has a distorted vision of who they are, then you can get lost and you can get in trouble. I, I think it's you just keep it quite simple, and, and really is we do have a really good schedule, but we we're not playing the schedule. We're just playing you know, one team at that time. And I think the growth throughout the year and your development throughout the year is the most important thing. It's, you know, we've done this a lot of different ways, you know, 14, we started off well, then hit a, you know, hit in the middle of the year where we got punched a lot and then got punched in the SEC tournament. And then we found ourselves towards the end of the year and then won it. And we've had years like 19 where, or 13, where we were just so dominating, but we didn't get there at the end. And then you had 19 that, the level of consistency from the time that the season started till it ended was something that I've never been exposed to as a, as a coach at any level. So it, it's done differently each year. It's a different chapter, but I think just to have a, a clear understanding of what you need to do and how you need to do it is the most important thing that you can bring to an 18, 19, 20 year old mind. It's just keeping things simple and, and keep things uh, that you can control and, and flush out the things that you can't. And if we can do that, then we, we can steady, steady our, our, uh, our ride. And yep. that ride starts with you in the back seat, then to the driver's <laughs> side, right, yeah. and then to, no, it starts at the steering wheel, then the driver's yeah. seat, then to the back then seat. Then the back seat. Yeah. 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 That's correct. Yep. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that before. <laughs> this, uh, this tournament, you're going to start the season in some good teams to, to open the season with TCU and some other teams as yeah, well. Texas right, and, yeah. Texas. Yeah. 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 Really good. Uh, you know, it's, it's like going into the sec before we play in the sec, but you know, Texas, they're, they're going to be in our conference in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then Oklahoma state, we're quite familiar with them. We've played them the last three years and then Texas Christian, we're quite familiar with them too. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really good start. Um, we are on the coach's call the other day, and David Pierce from Texas was talking about, uh, was it remember the, he had a quote, but it was remember this tournament, because they went 0-3 in it and then went to the College World Series that particular year. And the reality is you can do that in this tournament just because it, it's so difficult. But you know, it's it's what we're doing. We, we play in this tournament against these three teams. You come back the next week and play UCLA, and not to mention the tough midweek games that you have when you have to come back and, and play Central Arkansas. So uh, it, everyone's good. Everyone's older. 
and you do have to really simplify it in terms of what you're doing and how you do it. Well, and you got another one, those, um, I, I'm hoping it's indoors in Minneapolis, right, with Nebraska, Maryland, Minnesota uh, in, in three straight. Uh, he's from New England. Play outside. Play in the elements, right, Coach? No, did you almost uh, imitate Tim? No. Okay, good. No. I would never do that. I, right? I, I, I know, and I would never ask you to. I've been threatened. By the way, uh, all right, we need – this is what we're going to do, something different. Maggie, you – I know, I, and I don't want the same one every week. All right, where's, where, where'd you go – where'd you take the young young lady to dinner last? Last night? Or anytime. When's, last time you and Maggie went out, where'd you go? Yeah, last date night you guys had. Yeah. Well, it's every night. Well, all right, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, yeah. we want to report. Well, I mean, I, I tell you, we went to Fleming's last night just because it was close, and Troy Tolowitzki was in town, so nice. we took him out to eat, oh. sat down and talked baseball to about 11 o'clock last night, Maggie, Troy, and myself. Tonight, uh, it's going to be a late night because I've got to do a podcast, Midnight Oil. The Midnight Oil is, uh, we'll get a slice of pizza there and, and then call it a night, but we're, we're pretty simple. I mean, w- w- there is, I'll tell you, you know this because you guys have been here longer than I, but the food in this city is oh my unbelievable. Oh, it, it's world-class. We got, we got, you know, uh, you know. You're, and you're in great shape, Corbs, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trainer. It's it's hard to stay disciplined on your diet in the town like I, and this, I'm right? Li- and I'm living proof, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. you get that. You got to be mindful of that. But it's like my dad said, you just do things in moderation, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just go back twice. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Hey, hey, we're really looking. Obviously, uh, you're on our station yet again. All yeah. the games, we you know enjoy that so much, and you joining us every week. Thanks, and I will, man. and I will just add this, Corbs. You know, a lot of people, a lot of Vanderbilt fans, and a lot of people that cover you on a regular basis. This is appointment radio. They want to. They want to hear you come on with us every week, and we're just happy and honored to have you. So tell your media staff to retweet this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I will. Thank, uh, thank and, you. and did you just drop a Troy Tulowitzki on us? Thank you. That was that was yeah. that was very clever. Mm-hmm. See you, man. Yeah, I know. Always dropping names. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right. See you, Tim. All right, guys. All right, Tim thanks, Corbs. One of the best. What do you do? Yeah. Now we're gonna get a he he immerses himself. Him and Maggie into the you know because the girls the girls are on grown up and gone and mm-hmm. and uh, they they he I trust him on his uh, his uh, what is it uh, what's the word for eating what, help me out over there eating Patty. okay eating. <laughs> <laughs> you trust his uh, culinary uh, yeah culinary that's the word yeah. I'm looking for yeah. yeah all right I'm also looking to get out of this break let's take it. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. 
That's IWantPIE.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Hey, John, we're going to be at Kitchen Notes tomorrow morning. That's tomorrow, right? Yes, it is tomorrow. So I'm going there, and I'm not coming here tomorrow. Is the that, day, is that what the I'm day I, after today. Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, well, that's. Uh, I hope so, yes. Uh, we're going to be down there. Wendy Moten and her husband, David Santos. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Who is... I mean, she's amazing. And then Vince Gill's going to join us by phone. Of course, he's a big proponent of Wendy's. So, uh, Bill King Show, our show down at Kitchen Notes, Omni Nashville Hotel. It's going to be a fun day, our final picking with the pickers of the year. I need you to behave. I'm going to be fine, bro. Uh, you got a boy crush on Wendy. No, no, here's the thing. Yes or no? Of course I am. She's a beautiful woman. (laughs) Of course I do. She's a beautiful woman, but I'm just really, her story, I think, is just really unique and, and fascinating. And so... I'm just excited to meet her and shake her hand, hopefully get my picture made with her, and just, you know, talk about her career a little bit. Seriously. Seriously, I'll be on my best behavior. Good. Uh, someone that usually is on his best behavior, Dr. Detroit, right? We got we got a sound. Dr. D, what it do, man? What up, though? 
Oh my God! Believe me, I'm 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 not arguing over this beautiful warm weather we've had this week, but my allergies. Oh my God! Jeez, cold, warm, cold, warm. Eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Great interview with Coach Tim Corbin. Thank you. What a God bless and talent he is. And uh, John, do we need to send you the kitty table? You're trying to flirt with some of your guests, or I'm not. Whatever. You know, it's just jerk <laughs> to on, my left that keeps you know saying I mean, do, I'm going to do stuff that I'm not going to do. It's going to be professional. Do I, do, do I need to call Howard Stern? No, listen. On you one of my what? favorite on. songs is "Coming Out of the Rain" by Wendy Moten, and I just wondered what happened to her, and I did some recon. Found out she lives here. She's, you know, she works with Vince. You know, we all love Uncle Vinny, so I'm excited. And to she meet was her. in my phone. Yeah, and Greg goes, yeah, "Well, I, I know her, <laughs> and I am friends with her husband, and I, you know, will introduce you." Yeah. Oh, well, that's flattering enough, isn't it? Well, real quick, I need to give a plug to our good friend Sarge. He's once again uh, did something really incredible. Uh, he has given me his tickets to see the Predators play on my birthday, Monday, February 13th. God bless you, Sarge. Well, hey, you and John can get together before because John's going too, right? Y'all need to hang out. Going where? Well, no, I'll be, Monday I'll, night I'll be honored. No, I'll to be the Preds game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be in the building. Yeah, it just, you know, y'all hook yeah, up. Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll share hook up, you, I'll share D. your phone numbers. You'll be the guy in the Red Wings jersey that with Dr. Detroit on the back, right? Could uh, could we – no, no, oh, no, no. Could we uh, share – could we uh, – Buy each other a mineral water with cucumber slices, or I'm down. You know, something that nature. No, real quick. Uh, great. Did Jeremy? Uh, I'm sorry. Did Sarge send you my beautiful Nashville Predator jersey and what I had monogram on the back of it? No, no. Are you telling me he did? Well, a lot of people lie to you, Doctor. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God. And there it, it did take, let me see, hey, it took a minute and 41 seconds. And He's there it is. No, I would be debuting my brand-new Nashville Predator jersey with my new nickname on the back of it. John, you are ready. Believe me, God gave me a creative comical mind, but you're going to love my new nickname when you see me Monday night. You're going to have a new nickname? I got a new nickname. Who gave it to new you? Nickname. I created it. You don't get nicknames from yourself. That's something that other people call you. I'm Dr. Detroit. I can do whatever Alice Cooper and Ted Newton tell me I can do. <laughs> are, you, are, you, uh, are you channeling Alice Cooper and, Do- and uh, uh, would you say Kid Rock or Ted Nugent? I can't I couldn't remember. Ted Nugent. Oh, why would I say? Oh, my dear God. Oh, God, God. Well, anyway, on that note, you know, Eminem got inducted to the Hall of Fame back in October, and Dr. Dre said the best talent he ever signed. So there you go. But, no, uh, right. I'll have Jeremy send it to you again. Wait, and make sure you show John, because I'm going to tell you, it is the most clever, bad donkey. Notice I uh, substituted donkey for the A word. Keep it clean on the kitty table show. But, uh, God bless yeah, you can't oh, say John, badass I, on this show. Yeah, I yeah, mean, don't ever say badass I, what, on this show, Doctor D. You just went Deadpool on me, bad Deadpool. <laughs> I'm bad about Deadpool. ready to go dead air on you. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Doctor Detroit. Doc, who who you got? My New Jersey mile. Eagles or Chiefs? Who you got? He's out. He's All gone. right, yeah, in more ways than one. Let's mm. take a break. 
Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February instant games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Belmy, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer. From scratch kitchen items made fresh daily, Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A plus personnel to Rocky Top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. 615-844-5600, that's the way to get in here. Talk to us, uh, Pat and Cook, Greg Pogue, John Burton, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We will be at Kitchen Oats, Bill King Show, our show tomorrow morning. And uh, our guest on site will be vocalist Wendy Moten and her husband, David Santos. Um... <laughs> All I got to say, ah, he was the bass player for uh, the Elton John and, and Billy Joel tour. Oh, okay, I, that, okay, fine. All right, so one of the best. Can't really top that. Yeah, one of the premier bass players in the world and just happens to be married to a wonderful vocalist, uh, Wendy Moten, who's now the um, um, Vince Gill. Uh, he's going to join us by phone, uh, really her producer and and uh, proponent and, and all of that. So uh, uh, anyway, so good for that. 
Vanderbilt women's basketball, we got that tonight. Last night, Vanderbilt, uh, big win over Tennessee. I don't think yeah. you can understate that. No, and you don't want to – kind of like with the Alabama loss last week, you don't want to say – NCAA tournament bound. Yeah, or I mean, you, like that, you, you, you were firing the coach last week, and I, now you're going to give him an extension. Right, exactly. Yeah. We'll see kind of how they build on this, but like you said, biggest win uh, in the Jerry Stackhouse era. First time he's beaten Tennessee is 11 game losing streak that was snapped last night. And a stat that they showed after the game, Greg, when Tennessee is, I believe, either top five or top, I believe it's top 10 heading into Memorial Gym, Tennessee is one and five at Memorial. Well, yeah, and they've they've came in one time, I think, after beating – what was it? The biggest one, uh, UT, UT went to Memphis and beat Memphis with Bruce Pearl. Yeah. And they came here on a Tuesday night, ranked number one in the country, right, yeah. or two? I think they were number one. Pretty sure they were one. Yeah, number one in the country with Bruce Pearl, and then Vandy beat them that Tuesday night after yeah. that Memphis uh, – because the Memphis game had gotten so much attention. So, yeah. Good win. Good win for the Commodores last night. Huge win, like I said, uh, to start the show. Happy for Stack. Happy for Ty Lawrence. He's been through a lot uh, this se- this season. True freshman, as you said. You know, always, you know, difficult, that adjustment. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a magical night. Memorial Magic was back for one night. Patton Cook, shame on you. You weren't there. I know. Well, I shame. can't go back now. Shame. I mean, how can I go back? What's that thing on Game of Thrones? Shame. Shame. Just go, just go back. Shame. I'm on I a budget got, now. Greg, Greg Pogue and myself could have gotten you in the building. All you had to do was reach out. Shame. Yeah, you asked John, he'd ask me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pogue, hey, uh, Pat, Pat's bugging the crap out of me. He wants to get into the Vanderbilt game. You know everybody. Get him in. Hey. I probably could have. I, I probably could have yeah, too, man. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Shame. I know we're kind of at the end of the show here. Um, end of the show? Well, or end of, end of the end first, of the first yeah, hour. Right, that's, y'all have fun. <laughs> first hour. Y'all See you tomorrow. At CBS Kitchen Sports notes, coming with up. The we're uh, almost two weeks away from Nashville SC opening up. How about that? 25th of uh, February. Wow, we got to get Drizzy back on the show. Drake Hills. Not a lot of buzz. Not not a lot of changes this offseason. Yeah. Uh, pretty much same group coming back. So. It just ended three weeks ago, right? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, no, so yeah, same no. group coming back. That good, bad, and different. I, I don't have a huge problem with it. The big difference, no Ake Loba. Uh, yeah. They've uh, yeah. loaned him that out. Experiment and kind of like the Brooklyn Nets experiment yes. blew up in their face. The Ake Loba experiment blew up in Nashville SC's face, unfortunately. Yeah, February twenty fifth, which is today's the ninth. Two five carry the one, subtract one. Two weeks from Saturday. Yeah, two weeks from Saturday. How about that? I I was going to get there. Here against New York City. New York City? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, buddy. Oh, poor guy. I feel for you, bro. Uh, You got any steroids? I need a steroid. I'm serious. I need a steroid shot right there. Oh, yeah. Let me go to my car. I'll I'll be right back. I I know. You're you're. No, I don't. I don't yeah, you're, you're accusing me of taking no, steroids. No, you brought it up. I just wanted a shot in my arm, okay?
from ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. A grim new heads up in Ukraine. Sources tell ABC's Tom Sufi Burridge Russian forces will launch a major offensive in the next 10 days. That is Ukraine's president pleads for more weapons. Zelensky in Paris meeting French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Zelensky suggesting France and Germany could be game changers if they help supply Ukraine with longer range missiles and Western made fighter jets. The Ukrainian leader making the same pitch at an EU summit today in Brussels. Meantime, in Turkey and Syria, the number of dead just keeps rising from the region's devastating earthquake. 17,000 killed so far and counting. Members from the United States and other countries have been here. They are bringing their experience, their expertise, and also specialized equipment. Whenever they get a report of someone possibly alive in the rubble, they will go to that spot and search for them. It is work that has been frantic, and it happens very quickly. ABC's Marcus Moore. In the U.S., crews are starting damage assessments this morning from a series of tornadoes that struck overnight in the south. One twister hit north of New Orleans. When storm specialists arrive in Tangipahoa Parish, Louisiana today, they'll find a whole neighborhood torn up. I just purchased a new trailer, and this happened. Kamora Cook's home was pulled off its blocks and thrown into a field with her inside. All the windows was breaking in my new home and like insulation was coming from everywhere and the boys and stuff was coming through the trailer. She was unhurt but several family members who lived nearby were hospitalized with injuries when their home was hit as well. Jim Ryan, ABC News. President Biden heads to Tampa today to tout his plans to protect and strengthen Social Security and Medicare while lowering health care costs. The president also making news telling PBS his classified documents were stray papers from 1974 and blaming office moves that were not done well. They didn't do the kind of job that should have been done to go thoroughly through every single piece of literature that's there. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. It is hour number two coming up in about 20 minutes. TSU basketball coach Penny Collins. Alumni weekend, and you talk about the alumni. Uh, they're honoring Dick Barnett tonight, Hall of Famer, of course, New York Knicks. That, and then also the John McClendon, it's McClendon Court at Gentry Center. That uh, 57, 58, 59 team won three straight national championships. And the first, uh, the first, I can't even, I ate some, <laughs> I can't even talk now. Yeah, you got that. I I I ate some. Well, it was frozen, and now my tongue's frozen. Bro, that happened to me in Kansas City at yeah. the AFC Championship game. It was so cold, my jaw froze. Yeah, like people probably thought I was drunk on the air because I was like, I, I, my jaw literally. See, people froze. think that all the time of uh, of me anyway. But anyway, no, they don't. Uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. I don't care. Uh, anyway, so yeah, and then uh, Saturday night, of all the alumni are coming back in. Frankie Allen mm. is going to come back in, which is really cool. Uh, uh, did a great job there, and then he went on to Howard and uh, America, and he's uh, now the uh, TV guy for American University. I think they're in DC, mm-hmm. which is is pretty cool. So anyway, going to be doing that with Penny Collins here in a little while. Uh, in the meantime, six one five eight four four fifty six hundred, but. Uh, Vrabel, of course, we still got some leftover sound from him we didn't get to yesterday from his press conference. What do you have, Patton? Yeah, Mike Vrabel, uh, yes, uh, a couple days ago now, um, offensive philosophy uh, was asked whether or not he thinks with this hire, will it change at all or uh, what, what he wants to see from the new offensive coordinator? Um, you know, I'd like our offense to, to be, um, you know, there's things that I believe in. I think that you know, you, you have to be able to be efficient throwing the football. And, and and we weren't as efficient as we needed to be. You know, we turned it over too many times. I think you have to take care of the football. I think you have to you know, play with a physical style, whether that's throwing the football and you got guys that are cleaning out the pocket. You know, I believe in mixing tempos. Um, you know, having the ability to um, play with different personnel groups and and really finding out what are what what we have available, you know, what we're able to add to the roster, and being creative uh, with who we have, uh, and, and not just having guys that are in there when we throw the football or having guys in there when we run the football. I think looking for speed, looking for uh, versatility, those are things that that I've talked to to Rand about, and him and I will continue to have conversations about that. Is making sure that we're we're doing our best to. to higher versatile coaches and, and players that can you know, have an element of speed and playmaking ability, but also some versatility. So uh, I hope that we have, I know that we have the flexibility uh, that, that when we complete this roster, uh, you know, we'll be able to go in a bunch of different directions from different personnel groups and getting in the same formations and you know, doing ultimately what our players uh, do best and what they can handle. You know, so, yesterday, Watson Brown said the pro game 
is becoming more like the college game where right. you have the the mobility of the quarterbacks, the off schedule stuff at the top of, of the of the heat bunch anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Vrabel is not going to Nick Saban went too far the other way. He he went now I think he's getting back to more of a balance and mm-hmm. but I, I yeah playmakers he probably felt like he had yeah. to keep up with what you saw yeah. what LSU did in 19 yeah. winning the national championship with Burrow and those great receivers and Nick probably thought all right that we have to compete with that right yeah and, and it's and it's playmakers it's yeah, yeah I mean, we, well, I was we just need playmakers say, I, I think what in in trying to you know analyze the word salad that we just heard from uh, Coach Vrabel. I think it basically comes down to what do they say? It's not the X's and the O's. It's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. You know, the play calling was not great last year under Todd Dowding. He was somewhat handcuffed because the lack of Jimmy's and Joe's to match his X's and O's, if that makes any sense. It did. I understood everything you said. Yeah. <laughs> We've been working together too long. All uh, right. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. that being said, I mean, da- you know, da- Downing was atrocious last year. I mean, we know that. But still, you know. I think what he's saying is we need some, we need some playmakers. We need some guys that can, you know, make those off-schedule plays and play above the X's and the O's, right? You know, scramble drill, guy is able to work his way to get open downfield, and, and he mentioned the speed element. You're right, you know, they, they don't have enough speed yet. And so, you know, we'll see what happens this offseason when they, you know, through the draft, free agency, et cetera, and, um, you know, see what they can acquire on the roster. All right, let's get to some uh, calls. Uh, 615-844-5600. What do you have over there, Patton? Just let me talk, Greg. That's what I was afraid of. Hey, hey, Clay. What are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? Hey, turn your radio Gre- down there, Clay. Greetings from JB's area of town. Oh, you're in Bellevue. Jail? <laughs> Interesting you bring that up, Greg, but that's a – Another call for another All right. That notwithstanding, uh, I imagine you're having a great morning today, Clay. I'm having a great day. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day to be a Commodore. It's a great day to love Vanderbilt University and these kids. Yeah. That win meant uh, so much for so many people, right? Not just Stack, not just Ty Lawrence, not just for Vanderbilt basketball, but really that whole community. Val- it, it was validation yep. of, of where the program's headed, yep. I, I think. Yep. It's your turn, Clay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Clay, sorry, sorry, boys. care to comment? Sorry, boys. I'm in, a, I'm in a car wash. Sorry. Um, anyway. Um, well, roll the windows you know, up. JB, <laughs> you mentioned this. uh I can identify with the Tyron Lawrence situation. Sure. And uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm anyway. Uh, I can identify with the uh, Tyron Lawrence situation. Mm-hmm. What that kid has been through. Mm-hmm. What his comments were around the Alabama game when right. he was interviewed after the Ole Miss game. I lost my dad as a ten-year-old kid. When you lose your dad, it's life-changing. It's greatly affected my life. Uh, my dad went to Vanderbilt University, got two degrees from there, including a law degree. Um, but um, that kid, evidently Jerry Stackhouse and him had a sit-down, mm-hmm. like you said, J.B., 
and he showed him some tough love. But he told him he loved him. That kid is probably, he's definitely Vanderbilt's best wing player. I don't think anybody would argue with that. And him and uh, Lim Robbins are Vanderbilt's, you know, two best players overall. And Memorial Magic came back last night. I've tried to think about when the last time we hit a buzzer beater like that. I remember many from the Barry Goheen days. Um, But, you know, it was just, like I said, a great night to love these kids, to appreciate these kids and how hard this team has played, maybe minus the Alabama game. But look what they've done after the Alabama game. Yep. Life is about you get knocked down, and you either get back up or you quit. And these kids have gotten back up off the deck, and I look forward to the rest of the season, and I'll say it now, it would not surprise me at all if this team pay, plays some kind of postseason play. Well, yeah. they keep playing like this. They're going to get invited somewhere. Yeah, they're most likely in IT, you know, because of the early losses. You can't overcome those non-conference losses and, yeah. and get in the NCAA discussion, I don't think. Not, well, not with they could get hot and win the SEC tournament. I mean, you know, it's on the table. I yeah. Mean, it's not likely, but it's possible. Well, they need to get where they don't play on Wednesday. That, right. that means that they're not help. in the bottom four. Right. And, and win a couple, but yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think we're seeing if everybody can stay healthy, which hasn't happened at Vanderbilt for years. <laughs> right. You know, I got the same trainers, the Titans. Uh, <laughs> so, not trainer. Uh, no, I don't want to blame the trainers. because yeah. I, I, I had a trainer buddy of mine go, come on, man. All right. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Clay. Thanks, Clay. Enjoy right, the win, buddy. Thanks. Kalioka we go. R.D. Good morning, R.D. Ricky Dell. Oh, I listen to you, John. <laughs> and, and no, sir, I, I was never a NASCAR driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, this morning Bill was talking about moonshine. I have a uh, funny moonshine story mm-hmm. I may share with you quickly. Sure. Okay. Years ago, my brother-in-law, who lived in a cabin in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, Cosby County, he came down to visit, and he brought with him four mesa jars of his homemade moonshine. So uh, that night we're sitting at the kitchen counter and he breaks it out and I'm removing the cap off one of them. And I asked him, I said, what's the proof of this stuff? He just smiled and said a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I took one, I mean, just a minute sip and guys, you've always heard the expression. It was like drinking liquid fire. That's exactly what Mm. it was like. Mm. So we start passing that thing back and forth, and each time I'm getting more brave and drinking a little, little more, supper's getting larger. Well, we got into the second jar, and we're passing it back and forth. Oh, man. God, I'll be 73 years old Saturday, and that's the only time in my life that I woke up the next morning and I had no recall of going to bed the night before. <laughs> well, first of all, happy birthday, R.D., yeah. by the way. Well, yeah. thank you, guys. Thank you. And listen to this. The next morning... To add to my misery, my wife was uh, chastising me for doing all that drinking because I've never been much of a loser. Mm-hmm. And she asked, she said, did you actually enjoy drinking that mess? And I responded, well, not at first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay, amazing it's how your body can adapt to certain stresses pretty quickly, right? You know, and the thing, R.D., is now the moonshines, you don't, 
you don't taste that burn, that mm-hmm. heat, like drinking pure grain alcohol. Any there's moonshines that taste like whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like our our buddy Killer Bees talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. Appalachian Ambrosia. You know that that's it. Just it it, it goes down way too easily, right? <laughs> Well, I'll put it this way. That was my first and last experience. <laughs> hey, you survived it, and you could live to tell the tale, so good on you. All right, guys, I'm done. Thank you. See you. Have a good day, R.D. Yeah. Moonshine story. Yeah. Um, Wasn't he a cop? Yeah, he was. I mean, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah whatever. I, that doesn't mean <laughs> Uh, that doesn't mean he ever drove over the speed limit, sure. right? I mean, yeah, right. By the right. way, I thought I got a uh, coming in this morning. You know, by the way, uh, police officers, I come in I-65 South from Hendersonville, and and I just want you to start paying attention to me on that side of town. I-65 South is how I come in. I live in Hendersonville, everybody. Right. Did you almost get busted today? I thought I did, man. Really? I was in the uh, the the lane. Nobody ever. You ever do you ever worry about the uh, the HIV lane? HOV lane. HIV lane. <laughs> the HIV lane. <laughs> the uh, no, I probably thank should. you about it. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, really. Uh, does no one? Does anybody pay attention to the HOV lane in our city? Rarely. Really? I mean, seriously. Rarely, if ever. Seriously. Yeah, especially on Russia. But I tell you I what, mean, you know, I took the trip out. Uh, took a little trip out to L.A. That's how Charlie Daniels' song starts. It took a little trip out to L.A. Mm-hmm. When I was out there, though, man, they had signs. If you're in the HOV lanes out there, the fine's 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're serious about because it. Because the traffic in Southern oh, California yeah. is just so crazy that if you're in an HOV lane, you, and, you better not be the only one in the car. Well, and their HOV lanes are 24 hours, Yep, uh, a lot of them yep. out there on the 405. and. But does anybody ever – so I was bopping on in this morning from mm-hmm. Hendersonville, mm-hmm. I-65. Or maybe I was coming in from – I think I was coming in from uh, uh, Fair Fairview. I live in Fairview. I yeah. was coming in, like, yeah. by your, yeah, your it's house. It's beautiful out there, yeah. But yeah, uh, by me. I was bopping on through there and by the airport, 40 coming in. And I, I saw a state trooper. He was out – you know, when they're outside, mm-hmm. you know, they got the gun. They're sitting yeah, outside. Yeah. And I'm, oh yeah, I, gun pointed right and, at you. And, and I looked in my rear, rear view, and the blue lights came on. And and I'm going, oh, boy, that's man. that's a that's not a good feeling, right? You know, your heart had, goes into your throat. I had to I had to hide all my drugs. Yeah. I had to, you know, pour, yeah, pour my pour my liquor out the window. Yeah. You know, and, and and so he basically so. But he got somebody else. Oh, and it was somebody who wasn't even in the HOV lane. Yeah, he got somebody who was oh. speeding. In the in there's like four or five lanes. He got somebody. He he took the lazy route. Yeah. And he should have got me. I was blown by everybody, and he got somebody that I, you know, if that guy's coming out, I said, what about that guy in that red Nissan thing? Mm-hmm. He he blew by here. <laughs> so and I and I thought I had one. I, you know, I'm, it's the odds. I'm going to get one sooner or later because I pay no attention to the HOV lane, and I pay no attention to the speed limit, and I'm just like everybody else. Sooner or later, you're yeah. going to get nabbed, bro. Well, what I do is I wait. I'll sit and wait and let like a big truck go by me who has no. That's the antithesis of who should be in that lane, right? At least right. I got a. At least I've got you know something that gets good gas mileage. Yeah. But I, I wait for one guy in a huge truck doing 85, and I just get right behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drafting. Yeah. Like a NASCAR. 
I mean, you you drive the speed limit on any of these interstates in this city, you'll be in a ditch in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Somebody run run you off the road. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. It's kind of a necessary evil. It's survival of the fittest. A lot of people road. say this show's in the ditch right now. <laughs> but no, it just you know, I, I thought I'd, I I felt okay. This one this one's mine. You mm-hmm. know, you got, you're gonna have to, I, I'm, gonna I'm have gonna, to wear it. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna have to you know. Threw all the heroin out, you know, I had in the back. Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Who was that? Rick James. Well, yeah, it was Rick James in the in the old uh, Dave Chappelle uh, uh, sketch, the legendary Dave is Chappelle he, is sketch. Is he in prison, Rick James? He's no longer with us. He died. Yeah, he, he passed away. Did he die away. in prison? No, 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 he got out. He got out? Yeah, and he was making records again, but okay. – uh, he passed away a number of years ago. He uh, he did not take good care of himself over no, the years, as you know. He's talented musician, like man. Michael Irvin. He did the other half of Peru, oh, right? Michael. Or Bolivia, or That's wherever. Right. There. Colombia, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Colombiana. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up after TSU basketball coach Penny Collins. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station, City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Rams, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's, she oh, she's a gangster. Uh, oh, she knows what she She's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. Well, that's not true. Anyway, yeah, the McFarland show is pretty good. The McFarlands are good. Justin and Darren, two to four. And then the uh, uh, Zach and uh, Devlin and Bruno from four to six, right? Uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be at Kitchen Notes tomorrow morning, Omni Nashville Hotel, Bill King Show, our show. Uh, last picking with the pickers of the year, Tim Lee Perufing, Bento Living, Chestnut Hill. want to thank them for our sponsorship, dating all the way back to the first Friday of, uh, what, Labor Day weekend, right? I can't right? believe this is the last Friday yeah. of picking yeah, with we the got, pickers. We got that. And uh, Vince Gill is going to join us yep. by phone, and Wendy Moten, and her husband, uh, David Santos, the uh, the world class bassist uh, is going to just come and hang out with us, and 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 uh, it's going to be a fun the, day. And you need to stay on the other side of the table from Wendy. I'm just telling you that right now, okay? Hey, big weekend, <laughs> big weekend for TSU basketball tonight. Well, it's uh, uh, just a, a legends weekend tonight. Dick Barnett night, and really probably one of the uh, that late '57, '8, '9 team of John McClendon uh, won the national championship three years in a, gr- a row. The first HBCU to win a-, a national championship. The documentary tomorrow night, the Dream Whisperer. Team's going to be able to see with the uh, and at the time it was the uh, Tennessee A and I Tigers. And then the uh, 30th anniversary of the '92 OVC uh, championship team, that '92 '93 team is going to be there. Uh, so uh, big weekend. Plus the Tigers. I, I'm 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 gonna let Penny Collins talk in a minute. Uh, but yeah, first, <laughs> but first, uh, hang in there, Penny. Uh, they're they're on a three game win streak. They're at home this week tonight at eight o'clock against Semo, and then Saturday afternoon three thirty against Tennessee Tech. Penny, you can talk now. Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Good morning, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What a, it's going to be a cool weekend. I just want to get all that out first. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to see all the legends come back, all the basketball alumni come back. It's uh, They deserve this opportunity to be celebrated. Well, you got to be excited, too. Three straight wins. What's been uh, clicking for your for you guys, Coach? Uh, man, we're just in a good, good little rhythm right now. Uh, playing well, obviously winning two road games definitely makes it feel a little bit better. Um, guys are just getting back healthy. Uh, we're getting, we're uh, incorporating some guys back even today. So I'm excited just about the direction that we're headed in right now, going into the most important part of the year. Well, and, and where you are, these next five games, every team you play is in front of you in the standings. And it's so it's it's really nuts. You're one game out of third and two games out of second, and mm-hmm. the, the team's in second you play tonight. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's the best part about it. Like, we kind of control our own destiny. If we want to 
have opportunity to finish in that top two or top four and get a bye, uh, we control our own destiny. And uh, we got to go out and take care of business. You know, four of our next six games at home, you know, Gentry Center is a tough place to play, and we, we need our fans to come out and, and make it an even tougher place to play tonight. Well, in, in two games in a row, you've had five players scoring double figures, and we wonder, we knew what Junior Clay was going to do, and, and obviously Marcus Fitzgerald, but that Zion Griffin the other night, 23 points, and, and from a zero on Thursday, by the way, just the balance now is starting to come through. Yeah, um, you know, guys got to step up and produce. We challenged them, um, you know, the schemes and things that we're doing, you know, we, we know they work, you know, we've had success all year long, but when we, when we haven't, it's just been a, a lack of production, a, a lack of um, focus on key moments. So, you know, just film studies and, and watching, 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 and watching, and watching, sometimes it finally clicks. And the difference has been we've had guys step up and play. You know, Zul Quest is playing on a whole another level than he was the first half of the season. And, and uh, for us to continue to be good and have a chance, we need, we're going to need those guys to continue to step up. Isn't that the way, though, of the world uh, these days because of the transfer portal and all the different roster shifts? Uh, I mean, you know, the point guard at, at, at Moorhead State was your point guard, and then you got now the point guard, the four-time All-OVC, is now leading the league at you, for you. And it, it seems like that's just sort of the norm. And doesn't it take a little bit longer because of it to hit your stride because you got every year so many different moving pieces? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, the transfer portal and NIL and everything that's been added on all at once has definitely threw a different sauce into college sports, college athletics. And the uh, the days of having, knowing who you're going to have next year, is uh, th- those days are gone. And you got to recruit your own team as well as recruiting players every year. Uh, you know, I think we've done a great job here on – on trying to stack the classes, you know, we got two really good redshirt guys that are coming in next year, and two freshmen coming in as well. So, but at the end of the day, you uh, you just don't know what the future holds. You know, you can have a guy come in and be a, a all league player or player of the year candidate, and then you know transfer to a, another school the next year. But that's the that's it's the wild wild west now. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it, it is what it is, and uh, you know we got we have to adapt to it. Coach, you mentioned Zul Queth. I mean, he's been really active for you lately. Talk a little bit more about him. What's gotten into him lately? I just think um, confidence. He, he he battled with his own personal confidence, and he just decided that, hey, man, you know, I, I don't have that much time left. I need to you know, empty the tank every game. And he's, he's played with an immense amount of confidence here lately. The same wide-open shots he was getting earlier this year, uh, he was missing them. He's making them now, you know, as they – that's, that's really all it boils down to. And once, once you start seeing that ball go through the rim a little bit, your confidence grows higher. You start playing harder. You start sprinting harder, defending better. And uh, that's what's going on with Zool right now. Well, and as a coach, how tough is it? Because, you know, he you've, you've given him the green light. But, he you know, and up until the last three or four games, wasn't hitting but about, what, 25% on the threes. But mm-hmm. you still – let him do what he does. How is that as a coach when you look at the numbers, but you know what the potential is? Uh, you just got to trust um, what you see every day. You know, trust the work that these guys put in. We, I see them. We do drills. We do shooting drills. And, and you know, Zul will go 9 for 10 in, in, on a spot. He'll go, you know, 10 for 10 in the next spot, then 9 for 10. And he's like, Zul, you got to make these in the game, buddy. Like, <laughs> we need you to make it in the game. Uh, you know, we'll watch a film, and you don't want to wear them out with, you know, putting pressure on him to make the shots, but we just stay consistent with him, letting him know that we believe in him. 
uh, not just him, all the, all the guys that we, that we have that can shoot the ball. Like, even Zion Griffin, you know, he goes he goes has zero points against Southern Indiana over over from the field. And the next night, you know, we we tell him to keep shooting. And uh, the next night, he goes five for nine from the three and wins the game for us with twenty three points. So you just got to continue to put confidence in his, in these guys and make them believe. And uh, you know, when Zul and Zion, those guys are making shots, uh, we're a tough team. Worth uh, talking with uh, Coach Penny Collins from Tennessee State. Uh, Coach, you mentioned this being the most important time of the year. What's your message to your team overall as you hit the stretch? Well, we like you said, we're in that stretch right now where we're in the second half of the OVC season. And uh, once we hit the, the nine, we had 18 games in the conference season. And once we hit the the, uh, the halfway point, we kind of just retooled, refreshed, had fresh minds, and told us told our team that we started a new season zero on zero. So. In our minds right now, we're three and zero. We're undefeated right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're telling our guys, I mean, we're three and zero. New season, um, and uh, you know, we're just taking it one game at a time, and we just want to be playing our best basketball uh, going into Evansville and uh, be the hottest team going into Evansville, be the healthiest team. Uh, we are getting Christian Brown back tonight and Emmanuel Duana. Both of those guys are available to play tonight, so. Uh, it's just good just to get guys back healthy, and uh, now we got to figure out you know new root, new root, new rotations tonight. But at the same time, uh, getting our team healthy and being the best version of ourselves going into Evansville. Well, and Christian Brown uh, before he got hurt was averaging 14 a game. So the the Georgia transfer out of uh, Hopkins, South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I know that. Uh, anyway, well, you're uh, the play-by-play guy, yeah, you kind of know. Yeah, but need all right, to know Penny, all then. You're is, just showing off. I'll oh, be quiet. Is this um, <laughs> is this the first time in you you know the date? I think it was at Eastern Kentucky, maybe four years yeah. ago. Is this yeah. the first time your team is completely healthy in like four years? Yeah, barring somebody steps out the shower today and turns the ankle. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, this is the first time. It's actually three years to be exact. Okay. Uh, since we've had our whole team, this will be the first time tonight, and it's cr- it's crazy to think about that, but it's true. We just had knick knack injuries, stomach like Emmanuel Dewana had a stomach virus last week. I mean, it's you can't make this stuff up. You know, mm-hmm. TJ TJ Bartholomew turns his ankle in the game uh, against Simo after he's playing well. It's just you can't make some of this stuff up. Um, Christian Brown, you know, he's been practicing the last two weeks. Uh, I'm not sure if he's quite ready from a conditioning standpoint, but uh, you know, he'll be ready to play tonight, and he'll be excited and. You know, it's just good to have those guys back on the floor. We had 15 guys in practice yesterday. It was the first time we ever had wow. that. It was, it, was, it was amazing. Wow. Uh, you probably had to get name tags on. Like, who are you again? <laughs> Coach, what concerns you about SEMO? I mean, they're a real good, real good team, well coached. Um, they beat us the last three times we played them. They beat us all three times. Um, you know, they got one of the best players in the league, Phil Russell at the point guard, you know, Chris Harris, Israel Barnes, great backcourt. They play. They can really, really score. They're one of the best scoring teams in the OVC, um, and it's going to be a challenge for us tonight. I'm, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, uh, you know, we, are, um, we got one goal, and that's to go four and zero. By the way, were Phillip, you going to interject yeah. something? There, yeah, I, I was going to say Philip Russell, but he's a mouthy little player. You know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'll let you speak on that, Greg. <laughs> I, I'm not the only one that's saying that, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he got his own little style, and we, we definitely have him circled on our uh, yeah. scouting board today. Uh, him and Junior are back and forth who leads the league in scoring and assists uh, with that. Um, you're, uh, I've, 
I've get to see a little bit behind the curtain, obviously traveling with you guys, and thank you for putting up with me. Uh, <laughs> but LeBron James, now the all-time leading scorer, some of the best basketball arguments I've heard are with his coaches and his managers and his players about who's better. And, yep. and I know where you, I know where you are, Penny. Yep, I'm old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I'm just one of those guys that, you know, I, I grew up watching Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Isaiah Thomas, and these guys stay with their team. And, you know, Michael Jordan, they stay with their team. So I just got a respect for Kareem and some of these guys that did it with their group and built it that way. But it's no knock on the new no, Wait a minute, Coach. Kareem left the Milwaukee Bucks to go to L.A. You know, hey, he won a championship he, in Milwaukee, and then he went hey, to Tinseltown. Hey, but he played in L.A. for a long time. He did. Time. You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I just got a lot of respect for LeBron James, what he's done in his career. I, and I love love what he's done on and off the court, but he's he's not Michael Jordan. Ah, <laughs> oh, you, you set me up for that, I, I knew you? I knew where it was going, yeah, John. I, I, uh-huh. Penny, if Penny you don't know, I'm sorry. I'm, I've used I'm a, you. I'm a major LeBron honk, and I, lo- you know, and I respect what MJ did. I watched MJ's entire career, but yeah, that's how old I am. I watched him in college. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, all right. We're not going to get into that. I, I watched Kareem. That's old exactly. I am. You watched George Mikan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Penny, uh, I know you're busy preparing for this game, but uh, did you happen to catch UT Vandy last night? I did not see the game. I was uh, out recruiting. Well, going, I went and watched Jalen Jones, our uh, freshman phenom, coming in next year. Who, by the way, I think I feel like I need to say this real quick. Yeah, East high school. Jalen Jones' team, they deserve a lot more publicity than they're getting right now. You know, they won a state championship last year. They're 21 and 0 right now. It's it's amazing to watch. It was a packed house last night. The mayor of Nashville was in there, and I didn't see nothing on the news. I don't see nothing in Tennessee. We gotta get them on the show, Greg. Gotta get Jalen Jones on the All show. All right, man. sure. This, this guy's doing an unbelievable job. Proud of what he's doing. I can't wait to coach him next year. But that's where I was last night. So when I got home, I did see the highlight. I texted Jerry Stackhouse and told him how excited I was for him to get the win, and I invited him and his wife to the game tonight. So nice. maybe maybe Jerry makes a surprise appearance in the Gentry Center tonight. That'll be great for our fans to see him. A lot of people grew up watching him. So uh, shout out to Jerry Stackhouse and Fernando Bill for getting that big win last night. And he needs to schedule in one of those guarantee games too. Okay. Yes, yes, and no. I, I don't like, <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I'd hate that. I'd hate to have to play against people, my friends, people that I go out yeah. to dinner with, spend time with. You know, he's a good friend of mine, and I don't. I would hate to have to play him. And and if we beat him, you know, what I'm saying it, I don't want to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a lot but, of people don't realize. I mean, Stack's a heck of a guy. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, whenever it was, and. We had a great conversation, and I think he realizes, you know what, I gotta, I gotta be more visible out in the community. I gotta make myself more available, and and let the let the fans, because there's so many passionate Vanderbilt fans that listen to us, as well as Tennessee State Tiger fans as well. And I think he's starting to realize now, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta be more of a man of the people. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, he, and he's a great, great guy. I mean, he, he, I. Spending time with him, you know, we eat dinner or whatever. Our wives, we they just we just laugh the whole time. He's just <laughs> such a joy to be around, man. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that he's not in the community. I, you know, every time I see a post, he's doing something in the community. But I think, uh, I think from just you know, you know, doing you know yeah. sports talk radio interviews with idiots like us and that kind of thing. That's what <laughs> I meant. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But uh, hopefully he'll come out to the gentry tonight. We, we see Terry Stack out tonight. He can give us some of that memorial magic. <laughs> bring some of that over here. You, you know, Penny, you were talking about East Nashville and the attention. In our city, and, and I think I can now – be a, considered a, a pretty good historian of sports history in our city here. Uh, 1957, 1958, 1959, TSU, John McClendon, three straight NAIA national championships, uh, the first H, first HBCU team to ever win a national championship. He was con, the really the first black coach of a Power Five, quote, Power Five uh, in, in our country. That really doesn't get the attention that it deserves, quite frankly. No, not at all. I mean, John McClendon studied the game under the inventor of basketball, James Nesmith. So, you know, start there. You know what I mean? That's, that's what's crazy to me. And, then, you know, he invented, basically invented uh, fast break basketball. He's the inventor of fast break basketball in the same style that we play today. And for what he did, and then not only that, you know, he coached, he coached at, a, um, like you said, a non, he coached at a predominantly white institution. And, but then he was the first black professional basketball coach as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was one of the first coaches to go overseas. He's the first coach to go overseas and coach European and run European camps. I mean, all of this history is coming from a guy that coached at Tennessee State. It's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, our court is named after him, John McClendon Court. And uh, the legend, you can't even really put into words how much it means of what he did in his career. He's a pioneer. He's inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And so I have an opportunity to get that team in, uh, celebrated today at halftime during our game is going to be it's really really cool moment yeah and dick barnett there too that's that's so cool as well penny thank mm-hmm. you man i'll see you tonight see you tonight thanks for having me on guys john take care of that dude right there man he's, uh, he's i'll like do my best fun. coach you know how tough it is you work with him as well <laughs> man, hard to deal with man appreciate y'all though thanks yeah. penny all right see, see you penny. soon yeah i'm really hard to deal with just just eh, throw throw, throw me a biscuit and put yeah. me in the corner i'm fine <laughs> All right, right. we're wide open to the top of the hour, 615-844-5600. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Southeast Missouri's Philip Russell scored 37 points against Little Rock for his second 37-point outing this season. Russell is one of only six players nationally to have scored 37 or more points in a game twice this season. Forehead State is alone in first place in the men's standings with a one-game margin over SEMO with three weeks remaining. SIUE's Rayshon Taylor hit a shot from beyond half court to beat Little Rock for one of four buzzer beaters on the day, two of which won games. The other buzzer beater was Brett Thompson's coast-to-coast drive and jumper to lift Tennessee Tech to a win over SEMO. Now 12-0, the EIU women's team has matched its longest in-season OVC winning streak. The Panthers have won 15 regular season OVC games dating back to last season. SEMO's Russell was OVC Player of the Week, while Lindenwood's Keenan Cole was top newcomer. Co-freshman of the week were Lindenwood's Tommy Williams and Cameron Hafner of Eastern Illinois. UT Martin's Shay Littleford was Women's Player of the Week, while Macy McClone of Eastern Illinois was top newcomer. And UT Martin's Sharnice Curry Jokes, Freshman of the Week. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships, presented by United Fidelity Bank, being held March 1st to the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. 
For complete weekly schedules, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com to find other news and features and more. Follow League on your favorite social media platforms at OVC Sports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. If you've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness and be sure not to miss out on all the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I just saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Hey, John, we're going to be at Kitchen O, Tommy Nashville Hotel tomorrow. tomorrow. Right? I'll, I'll text you and remind you later. Well, I just got your email, and uh, looks, I got a text coming in. Is that from you? Yeah, oh, okay. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Uh, Bill King Show, our show. Vince Gill by phone at 10. Winnie Moten uh, is going to come and uh, hang out with us uh, for that hour. Uh, actually coming down a little bit earlier and have breakfast uh, with us as well. Yeah, I'll make sure I eat my breakfast early so as, as not to so uh, just to bother you on the air. Well, with that. It, it, it doesn't. You scolded me about that earlier in the week. It doesn't bother me. Well, obviously it, it does. I, you looking, wouldn't have brought it up. Well, I'm looking out for you. you no, you're not you looking out for yeah, me. You're yeah, looking out for yourself. Yeah, I don't. I, well, yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want a partner that's you selfish. Eating, Sob. Yeah, I mean, can my partner not wait at least till the to the commercial breaks? No, he's just got a big old mouthful of eggs. <laughs> I'll blank you, man. <laughs> I look over there and there's like you know, oatmeal but on his chin. It's, you know, it's one thing to say as a like a constructive life hack, but you did it so passive aggressively. You're like, I'm very yeah, good. We'll I'm be at Kitchen Notes on Friday. And hopefully, my partner my won't be eating while we're on the air. Well, that's that's not that's a you will. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and you hide it well. All right, this Thanks. is uh, Tony. What's up, Tony? Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. So you can't do that with a mouthful of eggs. <laughs> I, but watch me try. I, you know, Gord, don't believe me. Just watch. Got to talk about food. <laughs> Gord, oh yeah. Something while we're talking about food, so I had to get my wife the car, and we had to go get uh, one of these good breakfasts here in the Middle Tennessee. So oh yeah. We uh, yeah, had 
to go. No get shortage of great places to get a great hearty country breakfast in these parts, man. Oh, you're right about that. Y'all know if you take that anchor, I mean the UT Power T, mm-hmm. and you turn it upside down, <laughs> it becomes an anchor. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Dane, I know you listen. Just a little joke there, buddy. You and Bob always so. I love those guys. I really do. No, you know, it was a great dudes. win for Vandy, and it's uh, what they did was finally busted the drought and got got past that point. And, you know, you still watch UT play, and they are still a solid team. They are still a team that is, uh, I think, you still can make a run. It's uh, it's hard to say what they're going to do, but uh, yeah, it was just fun to – see that last night and see the game played out and the way Vandy we talked about it the other day you can see a total transition in this team at Vanderbilt the last two weeks I'll say they're playing harder you can see the transformation happening and y'all talked about it and I've talked about it Clay's talked about it it is really something that these guys are coming together Tony I really think the I still I was just going to say, Tony. I think I think I think the butt whooping at Alabama was a wake up call for them, and I think they got to the point where it's like, you know, what are we going to be here? What are we going to do here? You know, it's kind of like you know what or get off the pot. And I think you know that was a wake up call, and they've responded to that wake up call. I think Stack is right. You're right about that, John. And then the benching of Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I think he's getting their attention. I think they're gelling together, and uh, it's uh, it's fun to see. You know this this the way it's turning out, and I I still think they got three SEC wins left in them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that way, but uh, it's it's going to be fun to see how this plays out. Hey, hey Tony, and, let me and, let, Tony, let me jump in. Uh, um, our uh, GM uh, Ted just told me that your brother Bobby had passed away this week, so our our condolences with that. I did not realize that. Guys, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, sorry and, for your uh, loss, Tony. Sad to say. Guys, I've lost two brothers and a sister in less than a year. Oh, my well, goodness. It's sorry to hear that. Year. Yeah, and Ted just – I, I didn't know what Ted was <laughs> – when the GM comes yeah. and whispers to you <laughs> yeah, in your like, ear, I'm going, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should I turn in my key? <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not happy with me anyway right now, I, I, so whatever. I guess I won't see you at Kitchen Notes tomorrow. I, Who knows? Yeah. yeah. No, we're very sorry for your loss, yeah. Tony. Thank y'all. I, it really means a lot. And uh, sadly to say, I don't know if y'all knew this, and I'll speak of it now. And not to turn this this call into a downer, by no means it's an uplifting show as always. But uh, the Vanderbilt, we lost the goose. If y'all know who the goose is, I saw is. that yeah. as well. Yes. Um, so and uh, so uh, you know, but but uh, I, I had to feel, and me and Preacher, the Whistler, and all of us, and Bandy Lance. We got to think he had a little something to do with that last night, and uh, it feels good about that. But Tennessee fans, you still got a good ball team, and I think y'all can maybe you know make a good little run in the tournament anyway. So a little little compliment to the big owners, but you got to feel happy and proud for all of us Vandy fans. So just wanted to share my little part, guys. Well, and our thoughts with you, Tony. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate Tony. You, buddy. Thoughts and prayers, my Thank man. Thank y'all so much. All right, Appreciate all right, bro. You guys. All right, Tony. Let's take a break. We'll be back and wrap this thing up in a few. 
Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. I got a few more moments, and then we're 88 out the gate. Adios to Zeus. Tomorrow, John, uh, by the way, we're going to be at uh, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel. You're invited. 
uh, to Thanks. Calm I think down. I'm going to go this time. I have some breakfast. I don't really. Instead of coming here, I'm going to go there. If that's okay. Yeah. Well, Big Joe did that once. I'm not <laughs> Big Joe. I, I, well, I understand that, but I always want to make fun of Big Joe when I can. Okay. okay. Through right. me. Just in general, yes. Okay. Uh, and I don't care if you eat on the show during the air. I mean, no, it's, yeah, you do. You That's know, all right. That's okay. Know, it's, Fine. Your name's at the top of the marquee, Greg. I'll do whatever you want me so to do. The food is so good. It's it's hard. But, to, I, I'm telling you, I got this plate of delicious sausage and eggs and bacon, and you want me to just sit there and let it get at cold. nine ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Oh. Yeah, you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> My, my headset was falling off. It's amazing what you, I don't know if people may or not have heard. I may or may not have to have a soldier, shoulder, soldier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a soldier it, surgery. Isn't that tough to say? Shoulder surgery. Shoulder uh, my, surgery. Uh, rotator cuff is yeah. just shot. Yeah, he's, he's uh, playing hurt, folks. And the, the TOA uh, trainer that's with TSU, mm-hmm. Eric Owens, he took me through these tests. Remember I showed you those mm-hmm. tests where, you know, I could do my left arm and then you try to raise your right arm and you can't. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things you do. I'm right-handed, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, the other night uh, I was doing a game and a ball bounced over my head, you yeah. know, and I was going to catch it. And I reached up with my right arm and I thought I just thought somebody had stabbed me in my right mm-hmm. shoulder. Yeah, that's and, not good. And steroids. I need steroids. Hey. I need whatever. Uh, what marijuana bomb? What is that stuff they rub on you now? THC rub? Oh, C, uh, well, yeah. the CBD. CBD, CBD oil. Yeah. yeah, it can have up to a certain percent of THC mm-hmm. unless you're in twelve other states. <laughs> uh, which is really weird. Really, I know. By the way, I was in Illinois. They have dispensaries there that are like pots legal in Illinois. Yeah, you can. It's like a liquor store. Yeah, you go in. I've heard and, about that in Colorado. You, know, you go to those dispensaries. Or, yeah. or I mean, yeah. it's and this is Illinois. Yeah, and they have uh, not that I know. I've mm-hmm. been told, mm-hmm. uh, but it was in downtown Charleston, Illinois. I didn't go. So how many states in the country is pot legal in? Like a dozen. I'm thinking something like that. Yeah. And then there's the medical components right, of it that right, are, right. are different. But I'm just saying just, just rec- recreational Recreational pot. that you can go in and it's yeah. like at a liquor store. Pat, you looking that up, buddy? You can buy, like, the top shelf yeah. is the most expensive and the middle. Because you can the get, reason why I ask yeah. is because pot's not legal in Tennessee. but Pot's illegal in our country. It is a Schedule One narcotic. It is in the same category as... LSD right. and cocaine and heroin. Right. Now, tell me how the hell that. But makes I see sense. all kinds of like pot stores all over. Oh yeah. Nashville. Oh, when I was in L.A., I just like if it's if it's not legal in this in this state, how are you able to purchase it? How how are you able to get a business license to distribute? You, you can't it? in okay. this state. What am I missing then? Well, it's illegal in this state okay. to, to to do it, but in other states like our. But I see like Illinois. pot. pot but no, like no, it's got to be. No, it is. You can actually buy marijuana that looks like what you just like roll in a joint, right? But mm-hmm. it's got to be less than 0.02%. 21 states. Huh? 21 states. But it's 0.02. And this is not one of them. No. 0.02, you can have anything up to it. But okay. the thing is, if you do it, you buy it, you can go down here to the, to the Exxon right down the street and buy it, mm-hmm. but it will show up on the test. From time to time. See, that's the part I don't understand. If it's legal here, how are you able to sell? Because oh, it's not the illegal amount is not enough for it to be. It's like it's like near beer. Okay. Like, like near beer. All it's, right. Yeah. I think I understand. Uh huh. Interesting. We're talking pot, everybody. Six one five eight four four.
What's your favorite kind of weed, everybody? Yeah, is it uh, is it Septiva or is it Indica? <laughs> I'm definitely fired. Uh, yep, yep. We probably well, won't, no, I probably won't see it. Kitchen hey, notes well, tomorrow. guess what? You know, we were the 12th state to legalize gambling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, These I can I can, I, I can pick up my phone and use promo code Greg P and bet a thousand dollars. On Vandy plus 10 last night. I didn't. Should have. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. but uh, You wouldn't be here today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would be to brag. <laughs> All right. The McFarlands this afternoon and then Weenie in the butt, as you call them. That's My right. Lord. Zach, congratulations to Zach. He's going to be a dad. Congrats to yeah, Weenie yeah, and, and Mrs. Weenie. And Bruno. <laughs> Jim Rome is next. Oh.